0: Is it romantic how all my elegies eulogize me? I'm not cut out for all these cynical clones, these hunters with cell phones. Take me to the lakes where all the poets went to die. I don't belong, and my beloved neither do you. Those Windermere peaks look like a perfect place to cry I'm setting off, but not without my muse Welcome and thanks for joining me on today's episode of Talk More with NASA. Thank you so much for always taking all the time to come, click the link, and listen to my podcast. Yes, in case you're wondering, the beginning song or the song from, um, in the beginning was um, "The Lake" by Taylor Swift. Okay, so um, today's episode is going to be kind of long because we're looking at. Narcissism. I know I always mentioned that I wanted to talk about narcissists and how they operate and how to know if you're with a narcissist. Sometimes you get into relationships, this could be friendships, this could be, um, you know, um, relationships with a spouse or anybody. So, if you are wondering if your spouse or your friend has narcissistic traits or they have NPD, which is um, personality disorder, then this podcast is for you. Stay tuned and listen. Thank you so much once again. So before we get started, I want to um, give you some of the nine official criteria for NPD. I'm not a mental health um, psychologist or anything, but I did my bit of research on this topic and um, I found out that there are nine official criteria for knowing someone that has npd now npd stands for narcissistic personality disorder and in case i haven't mentioned it yet narcissism is actually um a mental disorder it is just not something that we focus on, focus on um, depression anxiety the disorders and all of the rest but npd is actually a mental health disorder, so let's get straight into the nine official criteria for knowing someone who has NPD. Number one, they have this sense of self-importance, like um, they feel really important and, and they feel rather that they are better than others. Secondly, they have this preoccupation with fantasies of unlimited success, power, brilliance, beauty or ideal love. They also believe that they are special and very unique and can only be understood or should be associated with um, or be seen with other special people or institutions. They also have the need for excessive admiration. They love to be praised and they have the sense of entitlement. They have interpersonally exploitative behavior. They they, They lack empathy. They envy others and um, they also believe that others are envious of them. And finally, they demonstrate this arrogance and haughty behavior or attitude. So with these nine characters that's been listed, we know that that is the official diagnostic criteria and it doesn't usually make it easier to spot a narcissist actually, especially when you're romantically involved with one. So it is... um, usually not possible rather to determine if someone has NPD without the diagnosis of a qualified expert. okay? Plus, when someone is wondering if they are dating a narcissist, they aren't thinking, oh, do they have NPD? They're actually wondering if how they are being treated is healthy and sustainable in the long run. So stay tuned and let's get some insight into the health of your relationship especially dealing with someone that has NPD and I want to believe that you're here because you're concerned and that your concern is valid I want you to know your concern is actually valid especially if your health is at stake and if you think that these signs fit I'm going to give you some tips on how to handle this situation okay Now, first things first, you have to understand, um, understand, I beg your pardon, that narcissists are very, very charming at first. They can, in fact, give you this very tall kind of love. They constantly text you, or they told you, probably, that they love you within the first month, or even the first week. Or sometimes the first day, that's how ridiculous it can be. And it's something that was love bombing, that it is it is actually referred to as um, love bombing. They are always charming at first, telling you how much they love you, how much you, you complete their lives. If someone comes onto you so strong at the beginning, you have to be very, very wary of them. I know we all love to feel, you know loved and lusted for but real love is something that has to be nurtured and grown and you don't hasten love because when you rush it it's actually bound to fail if you think that it's too early for them to really love you then it probably is or if you feel like they don't know you enough to actually love you then they probably don't People with narcissistic personality disorder will try to manufacture superficial connections early on in a relationship. So you have to be very careful. Secondly, they hug the conversation talking about how great they are. Narcissists can get over themselves. They love to constantly talk about their own accomplishments and achievements. And when they do this, it makes them feel better and smarter than everyone else. Also, it helps them to create an appearance of being self-assured. So every time you're hanging with someone that has NPD, they're always busy talking about themselves. And they barely have time to even listen to what you have to say. They love to hear themselves talk. So when you're in this situation, you have to ask yourself, what happens when you do talk about yourself? Do they ask you follow-up questions and express interest to learn more about you? Or do they make it all about them? Another point is the feed of your compliments. Oh my God, narcissists love it when you compliment them. They'll go through any length to make sure that you notice their new outfit, their new shoes... Or how they smell so you can compliment them on their new fragrance or whatever it is. Because they feed off your compliment. And note that they love compliments but they don't know how to give out compliment Because they always feel like they are the best. superior. They may seem like they are super confident or self-confident. But um, they actually lack self-esteem. And they need a lot of praise in order to... You know, feel self-assured and self-confident. That's why it's like they're constantly looking at you to tell them how great they are, how great they smell, how great their shoes are. And note that narcissists use other people, especially people who are very, very empathetic. You know, people who are empathetic... Have these feelings of not wanting to hurt other people, they know how to, sometimes it's sucking the energies around them, and they know how it feels to be in a particular situation. So a narcissist actually loves to associate with someone who is an empath in order to use them for their own selfish desires. Narcissists, like I mentioned, have very low self-esteem. Their egos can be easily bruised, and this increases their needs for compliment. How to differentiate a narcissist and someone who is not a narcissist is that a narcissist always looks forward to receiving compliments from you in order to feel self-confident. But people who are actually self-confident don't even require you to even compliment them because they already know who or what they are. They don't need people to lift them up. They lift themselves up. And they don't need someone to always praise them. Another point is this lack of empathy, which I um, tried to explain a little bit in my third point. Lack of empathy or the ability to feel how another person is feeling is one of the hallmark characteristics of a narc. Narcissists lack the skill to make you feel seen, validated, understood, or even accepted because they don't even know the concept of feelings. So when you're with a partner or a friend that doesn't, I'm sorry, that cares, or rather, that doesn't care when you've had a bad day at work, they fight with you, or they even cause issues between you and your best friend's or they get bored when you express the things that makes you feel sad or mad. Then it is a sign that you are actually with a knack. They don't care about these things. They don't know how to feel emotions. So when you're expressing yourself, they get mad. they don't even pay attention to you. Or they start telling you about how they also had a very bad day. Or how they've experienced the same thing that you're experiencing. So it's like you're with somebody that is constantly not even getting your feelings. So how are you supposed to get this um, emotional intimacy with them when you can't be vulnerable around them? Because emotional intimacy is one of the basis or types of intimacy that you should have in any healthy relationship. I think you should listen to my um, one of my podcasts on healthy relationships. Some of the, you know, points or the types of intimacies that you should have in every healthy relationship. So when you're with someone who is a knack, you don't have this intimacy with them. I mean, the emotional level where you can share everything about your day or your feelings with them, and um, you feel validated. They don't validate your emotions father. They don't even understand where you're coming from. And so they get mad or they make you feel like they've had experiences too. Also, when you're hanging out with a knack or you're dealing with a knack, you notice that they don't have any long-term friends or they don't even have much friends. I understand that so many or some people can be... Um, I don't want to use the word lunars... Some people are not really social to have so many friends. But when it comes to a NAC, they don't have long-term friends and even if they do have friends, they don't have any um, they don't have many. And the reason behind this is the fact that they don't know how to build relationships. If you dig into their connections deeper, you may notice that they only have casual acquaintances or people that they can trash talk and all of that. So as a result of this, they might lash out when you want to hang out with your friends. They start claiming you don't hang out with them enough. You don't spend time enough with them. They make you feel guilty for wanting to be with your own friends. Or they even start to berate your friends and talk about how your friends are not good enough for you. How your friends are bad or how your friend is this or that. They try to cut you off from everybody that is a good friend to you because they don't have friends. A knack will also constantly pick on you. At first, it may feel like they're joking or trying to, you know, tease you, but then it becomes mean or very, very, very constant. Suddenly, everything that you do, right from what you're wearing to what you eat or who you spend time with or even the the, the, the shows you see, becomes a problem for them. They'll put you down, call you names. Hit you with very hurtful one-liners and make jokes that are are not even funny. All this is what they do in order to bring down your self-esteem so that they can increase their own. Because it makes them feel so powerful. And you know what's worse? When you're hanging out with a knack and then they start berating you, then you feel bad. It makes them, you know, feel so good. It reinforces their behavior. So the best thing to do sometimes is not to react when a knack is dealing you with all these negative vibes and energy. Because when you start reacting, it makes them feel like they have a power to affect your emotional state. So this is a warning send-out job with this point. When they knock you down with insults, when you do something worth celebrating, get away from them as fast as you can. and the final point is the gaslighting part. Narcissists are always gaslighting you. Gaslighting is a form of manipulation and um, emotional abuse and it is a hallmark of narcissism. They may say blatant lies. Falsely accuse you or even others. Then they spin the truth and ultimately distort your reality. This distortion of reality is where they start calling you crazy when you try to correct them or make them see that what they are saying is actually not the truth. So I'm going to give you some signs that you're being gaslighted. One, you no longer feel like the person that you used to be. You feel like a stranger. Feels like something is missing. You're constantly looking for who you were before this person or this narc narc came into your life. You feel more anxious and less confident than you used to be. Then you start wondering if you have been too sensitive because the narcissist has told you so many times that you have been too sensitive to their jokes, their main jokes and their berating words. You start feeling like everything that you do is wrong. And then you are always thinking that it is your fault when things go wrong. And you are saying sorry too often. You are always apologizing. Then you have this sense that something is wrong but you are not able to identify what it is. And you start questioning whether your response to your partner is appropriate because they have a way of making you feel guilty for everything that goes wrong. And finally you start making excuses for your partner's behaviors. Like, for example, he hates you or insults you or he talks about how your dress is not nice or how your hairstyle looks awful. Then you start saying, oh, maybe I shouldn't have actually worn this dress or maybe I shouldn't have made this hair. You're making excuses for them for their bad behavior. These are signs that you've been gaslighted so long that you don't even know who you are anymore. So why do they do this? They do this in order to create doubt in you so when they create this doubt in you they start to gain superiority and you have to understand the narcissists actually thrive off being worshipped so they use manipulation tactics to get you to do just that handling or dealing with a narcissist is actually a whole lot of work that can drive you crazy if you're not careful so in conclusion how would you know if you're with a narcissist, if your partner is a narcissist or if your friend is a narcissist, well you have to ask yourself these questions, do I feel safe emotionally, physically, spiritually and financially with my partner, do I feel manipulated, do I feel lied to, do I feel gaslighted, controlled or do I even feel betrayed? And then finally, you have to ask yourself, do I feel invalidated, disrespected, humiliated, neglected and abandoned most of the times? Because all of these feelings are the feelings that you get when you're dealing with a narcissist. You feel all alone. You feel constantly disrespected. You feel constantly lied to and humiliated. You lose yourself. You don't know who you are anymore. So sit down and ask yourself these questions and provide honest answers for yourself. Become self-aware of who you are when you're hanging out with your narcissistic partner or friend. And when you find the, um, the answers to this, I hope you are able to you know, make the, the right choices and know what to, what to do. And that's all for today on my episode of talk more with nessa and i hope i was able to answer some of your questions about npd knowing if someone has npd on how and also how to handle being with a narcissist don't forget that in dealing with a narc, they love to see you react to everything they do so don't give them that joy of seeing your reactions because it makes them feel more superior find yourself back and it's never too late to get out of any toxic situation that you might have gotten yourself into until another episode of my podcast thank you so much for listening today and um, i really really do appreciate that you came this far to listen do have an amazing rest of the day bye